yo 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 what's up everybody this is your boy isaac representing brothers on tennis show enough <laughs> i'm coming at you because if you recall one of our last episodes we talked about kind of identifying what are our favorite episodes so bryce was going to uh, talk about a favorite episode of his chester our producer was going to talk about one of his favorites and i was going to talk about and or nominate one of my favorites and I tell you what, folks, it was an easy, easy decision for me. It's all about that BOT 102, baby. Really and truthfully, it is something that is fundamental and foundational as it relates to Brothers on Tennis. You need a little bit of BOT 102 in your life in order to understand what we're talking about as it relates to our tennis analysis. It talks about bagels. It talks about hoe biscuits. It talks about, ain't nobody scared of you? <laughs> yes, because why? We ain't scared of nobody because we doing it. So again, BOT 102, this is my absolute favorite episode. I'm telling you, you need to listen. You need to understand, get out your pencils, write some things down, apply it to your regular life. Like I said, tell somebody, ain't nobody scared of you. Ain't scared of your game. Ain't scared of what you bring into the table. What? I'll give you this breadstick and walk away. <laughs> Yes, sir. So BOG 102 is my favorite, folks. Have fun listening. Happy holidays to you. If I don't get to, uh, to say anything more to you, we, uh, we really appreciate your, uh, your listening to us. And we are looking forward to an outstanding 2020. Take care of each other. Take care of yourself. And until next time, we'll see you. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And you know what, y'all? We just finished up Brothers on Tennis 101, and we figured we'd bring you Brothers on Tennis 102. Oh, shut your mouth now. It's about to get good up in here. What we are planning to cover, fellas, and what well, listeners, excuse me, is some of those little special, special things that we talk about that give it a little bit of character when we are giving our podcast. So, Bryce, what, what do you think about that? What do you think about Brothers on Tennis 102? Well, 102 is going to be a lot of fun because 101, we had to kind of be serious and go through the actual specifics about the game of tennis, and we were in a teaching mode and all that. This one, <laughs> we're just coming straight lit off at you. Um, you know, Isaac and I have been talking tennis for over 20 years. And yes. over the years, we've come up with kind of our own terminology to represent certain situations, certain scores within the game. And we already have started using this terminology in some of the episodes. And we thought, you know what, we probably need to break it down a little bit for the listeners <laughs> so that they understand what this means. Because I know even my mom was listening to this and she was like, what does that mean? You know? Right? <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But right here, we're going to define it all for you. That's right. That's right. And we're going to start out with the basics. Now, when first of all, we talked about scoring in one-on-one. And we talked about when someone wins a set, six love, which means six zero. What that is called, folks, is a bagel. Bagel. <laughs> B-A-G-E-L. Bagel. So think about a bagel. When you, when you wake up in the morning and you are like super hungry, what you want? You want to get you a little bagel. You want to get some food in your belly, right? So listen, when someone is beaten, six love, 
we call them a getting fed because they got fed a bagel <laughs> because right. they look like they was hungry and they needed some nourishment so therefore you had to feed them bryce go on ahead man and getting fed is not to be confused with anything with Roger Federer uh, because he rarely gets fed unless it's with Rafael Nadal in the French Open. But you have the bagel, right? So right. continuing with that concept, if the person is able to get one game hmm. in the set and so hmm. they lose six to one, that doesn't remove you from getting fed that means mm-hmm. you got a breadstick. So if somebody, okay, let's take a very real example from the U.S. Open this year. <laughs> yes, let's yes. Let's take Venus Williams. <laughs> when, hi, shy, shy, whatever her name was, when she beat her 6-1, 6-love, she gave her a breadstick and a bagel. And that meant she what? Got fed. Exactly. She was hungry. And and let, lest, lest we not forget, Bryce, uh, there was also another first-round match that her sister Serena Williams played in against Miss Maria Sharapova, and she also <laughs> won 6-1, 6-1, giving her two breadsticks. So she looked across the net and said, Hey, Maria, you look like you're hungry, baby. Let me go ahead and hook you up. You need some bread. Let me go and give it to you. <laughs> Yes, sir. And so the way we look at it is you have to win at least three games in a set for it to be respected, even in losing. Yes, even in losing. Right. So once again, zero is a bagel. Hmm. One is a breadstick. You're not saved with only winning two games. And when you have won only two games, we call that a whole biscuit. Now, yes. some of you may not know what a whole biscuit is, and so I'm going to break it down to you real quickly. Preach, Bryce. When you're in the kitchen and you got your batter and <laughs> you're making your biscuits, right? And you're supposed <laughs> to make 12, right? Yes. You're supposed to make 12. That's but right. It's an even number. And yet you're kind of patting together that last biscuit, and you're like, well, I have more batter left, but it's not enough batter for a 13th biscuit. Right. But what I can do is I can add it to the 12th biscuit and have one really good biscuit. And that biscuit is called a whole biscuit. And so yes. when you lose 6-2, you were fed a whole biscuit. That's right. And honestly, I love me some whole biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like them on the tennis court, but I love me some whole biscuits. Now, come oh, on now. man. <laughs> so you will hear us use this terminology all of the time. Matter of fact, we probably use bagel, breadstick, and whole biscuit more than we use one, zero, one, and two. <laughs> exactly. So we need you to fully, fully understand when we are saying bagel, breadstick, whole biscuit, we mean six love, six one, six two. So you gotta follow. Those are the basics of Brothers on Tennis. So you gotta have that in your pocket, folks. Gotta have that. <laughs> Absolutely. So another term that you will hear us use is, and this is the abbreviated version, you may hear us say FBF, or you may hear us say fight, be, fight, or if we're feeling froggy, we're just going to say the whole thing and say fight, bitch, fight. And <laughs> what that means is if you if, if you're watching a match and the oh. two players are just going at it, 
or if you have a player that is refusing to go down and they are digging their heels in and they are they're putting in work. What? I I rally cry for them is FBF fight That's v right. fight fight bitch fight fight bitch fight. And, and we can't give you the whole backstory of where that came from, but we'll let your imagination run on that. Exactly. Just imagine two fighters in the ring, and they are just absolutely wailing on one another. You're like, fight this fight. That's right. right, right. Yes. Don't be letting them get up on you. You get back up on them. <laughs> So, yes, that is definitely the rally cry. FBF, come on now. And I tell you what, one of the other things that I personally love to say, because there's a lot of times when someone just comes out on the court and they just have that look in their eye. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if they're mad. I don't know if somebody in their camp done, 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 just done something wrong. You never know what's going on with tennis players. But sometimes they come out there and they're like, you know what? I ain't trying to hear this from, from, from you today. They're talking to their opponent. I'm, I'm not trying to hear this from you. And so basically, they come on out there and they have an attitude of, you know, straight up. Bitch, anybody's scared of you. So, I mean, <laughs> I want you to think about Putin Saber and Naomi Osaka. <laughs> now, Putin Saber, I don't even know if she ranked in the top 50. But Naomi Osaka, number one player ranked, number one ranked player in the world. Putin Saber walks up on court and she like Naomi, bitch, nobody's scared of you. I I am not impressed by you. I am impressed by your game. You not gonna stress me. I'm gonna put the fangs on you. And well, that's I probably should explain that as well. <laughs> when you say you gonna put them things on somebody, that means you about to you about to put in work. You about to do your thing and you about to what get that victory. So when Putin Saber plays Naomi Osaka, she come out on the court like, bitch, you know, I'm scared of you. I'm about to put the bangs on you. So anytime you see somebody and they think they all of that, you walk up to them and be like, bitch, you know, I'm scared of you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and kind of piggybacking on that is when you have a player, when they are determined they're going to win, they're not impressed by your hype or your resume, uh, and we can use for an example... Bianca Andreescu against mm. Serena Williams in the U.S. Well, Open final. Well. You know, she didn't care about all the pomp and circumstance that came along with Serena. <laughs> she went out there. She had a job to do. And when she and what we like to say is when they're flexing on that person, we get biblical on it. Mm. <laughs> we say, <laughs> Bianca Andreescu said, Serena, get thee behind me. <laughs> Meaning, there is no way I'm going to let you handle up on me today. Today is my day. Yes. This yes. is the day that I have made. So Preach. get thee behind me. <laughs> yes, and know that. So when anybody is stressing you at work, that's what you need to say. Get thee behind me. Because I'm not <laughs> trying to deal with you today. Get thee behind me. Uh-uh. 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 <laughs> Listen, folks, let me just let me just go on ahead and give you one more one more feel good, because this is my favorite one. This is the one I probably use most or you'll hear me use most across all of our podcasts. But, you know, sometimes I'm not a huge boxing fan, but what I do appreciate is sort of that whole pre-match process. So when they walk into the ring, they walk in and they doing they, they you know, they mad. They looking like, yeah, I'm about, I'm about to do some things. 
And what happens? The people in their camp, they pull out this humongous jar of Vaseline. <laughs> and they grab it. And they put Vaseline on their hands and they start rubbing it on their face. And the purpose for that is because when you get hit, you don't want that full impact to, to, to you don't want to have to take that full impact. You want that punch to kind of slide off of you a little bit so that it don't hurt so much, right? And also, for those folks who are in the inner cities, they know about this. They know about when someone says, I'm about to go, go put my Vaseline on, they know that there's about to be some straight up hood fighting going on. So, whenever I say, look, she pulled out her jar of Vaseline and got to work, that's basically what I'm referring to. That means that, look, they ain't scared of you. They got their Vaseline. They're not trying to, they can withstand the punches that you throw at them. And guess what? They're going to be throwing them right back at you. So most of the women that come on the court, sometimes they're a little scared. And, 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 and I'm not saying just the women, the fellas too. Because sometimes they get intimidated. Sometimes they go out. Apparently, Dimitrov had on his Vaseline when he played Roger Federer <laughs> in the, <laughs> the quarterfinals of the U.S. Open. He was like, Roger, I'm tired of you. I'm tired <laughs> of you, big me. I'm about to bring out my, bar, my, my jar of Vaseline. And we about to duke it out. And he, he he brought them things to Roger Federer on the day. So anytime you hear somebody talking about they about to bring out their jar of Vaseline, you really need to watch out. <laughs> now, we have another term, too, that we use. Now, whenever somebody does something crazy, mm. now, whether that's Osaka dropping Sasha well. or Alina uh, trying to play Serena uh, Williams from... 20 feet behind the baseline, we're like, she's smoking crack. You know, smoking crack is whenever you do something that is just dumb. 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 Right? What are you doing? We smoking some right. crack? Like, like Dominique Team playing a clay court tournament oh. before. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. You don't put him out like that. <laughs> he was smoking crack. He was smoking crack. Because he knew he should have been on a hardcore. You don't go from Wimbledon back to Clay in order to get on a hardcore. That is smoking some crack. What? Come on now. Dominique, team, on. shame on you. Somebody should have just called him Pookie and left it alone. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, oh man. And listen, there was one that got kind of got invented as we started this podcast. And it's one that I, I feel like it has some lasting power. And it's just simply put, jolly whopped. <laughs> Sometimes, if you talk about somebody, they just got jolly whopped. That means that someone just climbed all over them and put it just, they just wasn't ready. Simply put, if you got jolly whopped, that just means you simply were not ready for what got put on you. And I'm telling you, that is Maria Sharapova. Maria Sharapova got jolly whopped by Serena Williams. So there's your example. Slang 101 or Brothers on Tennis 101. How do you use Jolly Wop? Maria Sharapova got Jolly Wop by Serena Williams. Boom, boom, boom. There you go. <laughs> so, so in summary, we have terminology for a whole bunch of stuff that you don't want to happen to you, right? <laughs> you, exactly. You, you don't want to get fed. You no. don't want no bagels. You don't nope. want no breadsticks. Mm -hmm. You don't want no whole biscuits. 
You don't want nobody to put on no Vaseline and no boxing glove, and you sure don't want to be jolly whopped, and you don't want anybody to be not scared of you, and you definitely don't want to be caught smoking crack, and then you don't ever want to find yourself getting the behind someone, and you never want someone to have to rally cry out for you, fight the fight. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, and also, don't don't let nobody take their earrings off on you either, because that that's that's <laughs> <laughs> that you know. Because if a girl walks up on you and she starts pulling off her earrings, you should really be afraid, because that's right. not something that you want to see. <laughs> you, need, you need to get the behind somebody else if you start seeing <laughs> that stuff coming out. I'm oh trying to my tell goodness. you. Yes. So. Feel free to use this episode as a reference. If one of these terms comes out in the episode, you're like, gee, I don't remember what Jolly Wop meant. <laughs> you know, you can come back, listen to this short episode, and there you, you will be up to speed. All so, right, don't be scared. Don't be scared to listen to this uh, this particular episode over and over. You'll learn a lot. And you can even apply it to your regular life. Go on, tell your mama. Be like, am I scared of you? That you're not going to slap that. Don't get nobody in trouble now. Do not use, this is not safe for work terminology either. <laughs> exactly. Do not get fired and then be trying to get up on this. Well, brothers on tennis told us I can say it. No, no, sir. Mm-hmm. We'll, 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 we'll let Brothers on Tennis give you your next paycheck. So, <laughs> anyway, we ain't got no money, so don't, don't get yourself in that situation. Right? So, what we're going to do is we're going to wrap this up so this stays nice and short for you. But yes. Use us as a reference. And remember, we are Brothers on Tennis. This is your boy, Bryce. And this is your boy, Isaac. And we will talk to you soon. Take care.